back out on one of my tapes. If life knocked you down, try and land on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up. Your reasons will help you to get back up again. There'll be your rod and staff to comfort you. That's Les Brown. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Monday. Happy New Year. I hope you had an amazing weekend bringing in the new year. And I thought that this week would be a great way to set a precedent to make 2022 your best year ever. And then I thought to myself, who better could I bring on to start it off than Mr. Motivator himself, Les Brown. And today he's here to talk about reasons. So without further ado, here's Les Brown. Enjoy. I used to do door-to-door sales with a man named Sam Axrod. Sam Axrod was intrigued by me. Because when he came to pick me up, he didn't have to blow his horn. I was downstairs waiting for Sam when he came around the corner. And unlike the men that work with him and other young people, when it got dark and Sam blew the horn, everybody ran to the station wagon. And they would do a head count. And they'd say, who's here? So everybody's here except Les. And they say, hey, Les, come on. No, I'm not coming, Sam. Why? I haven't sold anything. No one sold anything, Les. It's a long run from Liberty City to Overtown. You got to pass the 20th Street Sharks and the 14th Street Gang. The Jitneys will stop running soon. I can't stop, Sam, until I sell something. See, my reason for going door to door is different than everybody else. Most people out there are trying to make some extra money to party on the weekend or to buy a new outfit or a new bicycle. The reason that I was working was to take care of my mama. The reason that I was working is because I was working on Miami Beach with my mother. And she was working for a family called the Sadursky family. And one day when I was outside raking the yard, I came in and my mother was on the floor, on her knees, cleaning up some grease spots that Mrs. Sadursky had spilt some grease. My mother was 56 at the time. She adopted us when she was 40. And I came in, my mother had arthritis in her knees. And I could hear her moaning at different times when she moved on her knees on this hard linoleum floor. And I said, Mrs. Sadursky, can I do that for my mother and you can have her do something else? She said, if it's all right with Mamie. And my mother said, no son, that's all right. I said, no mama, it's not all right. I don't want you on your knees, mama. Please let me do it, baby. And I helped my mother up. And Mrs. Sadursky said, Mamie, go in the other room and find that hat I was looking for earlier. And my mother went in the other room and I heard her clapping her hands. I said, Mama. She said, what, boy? I said, baby, why are you clapping your hands? 
She said, don't worry, just keep on doing what you're doing. Then after a while, Mrs. Sadursky said, Mamie, maybe it's in the other room. Go look in there. Mama went in the other room and sure enough, she started clapping her hands again, Bishop. I said, Mama, why are you clapping your hands? She said, didn't I tell you to pay attention to what you're doing? Then at that moment, Mrs. Sadursky came over. She said, I can tell you why she's clapping her hands. I said, why, ma'am? She said, because when I have domestic workers looking for something and they're out of my view, I make them clap their hands to make sure that they're not stealing. I put the scrub brush down and I stood up. I said, excuse me, Mrs. Sadursky. I don't mean any disrespect, ma'am. My mother raised us to say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. But my mother's a Christian. She would never steal from you or anyone. When my mama talk about your children, when she talks to her friends, she say, my children, the Sadursky children. She loves you and your husband and your children. She would never steal from you. And she just walked away. Later that evening, when we were riding across the Venetian causeway, I was very quiet. And my mother noticed it. I was not my bubbly self. She said, what's wrong, son? I said, Mama, I wish I was a man. She said, boy, you're 16 years old. You'll be a man soon enough. I said, no, Mama. I want to be a man now because if I was a man right now, we would never have to wear somebody else's hand-me-down clothes that their children no longer want. I'd be able to buy clothes for my brothers and sisters and you. If I was a man, we would never have to eat anybody's leftover food that you cooked for. Because I'll be able to buy us groceries if I was a man. If I was a man, mama, no one would ever have you on your knees cleaning up grease that they spill. And nobody, nobody would ever, ever make you clap your hands because they think that you're stealing. If I was a man, mama, I'll take care of you. She said, Mrs. Sadursky told you that, didn't she? I said, yes, ma'am. So if I was a man, you would never cook for anybody but me. My mama used to fix the kind of sweet potato pie that you couldn't eat with your shoes on. You had to take your shoes off so you can wiggle your toes. And when we would go door to door, sometimes as late as 10 o'clock at night, I would knock on the door. Who's there? Would you like to buy a nice working television set, no money down? Boy, are you crazy? Yes, I am crazy. I'm crazy about my mama, and I'm going to take care of her, and I'm going to sell a television set tonight, and it might as well be you. And after a while, somebody would say, come on in here, boy, and that better be a good set. What are the reasons? Write down why you're here at this manpower conference. Write down five compelling reasons of why you're going to keep your commitment to change your life. Keep your commitment never to go back to the life that you once lived. Keep your commitment to creating wealth for yourself, to taking care of your children, to be more responsible, to manifest Christ in you, in your life, in your community. Keep your commitment to live a life of contribution, to keep your commitment to be a conqueror.
and to act like it and to have authority and dominion of everything in your life. One of those reasons I got on one of my tapes, if life knocked you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. Your reasons will help you to get back up again. There'll be your rod and staff to comfort you. Big thanks to Les Brown for stopping by. You can connect with him by visiting his website, lesbrown.com, following him on Instagram at the Les Brown, and check out his latest book entitled You've Got to Be Hungry, The Greatness Within to Win. And I got this clip from YouTube. It's entitled 2021 Motivational Speaker Les Brown Armed and Dangerous. And it's about an hour, about an hour and 20 minutes long. And uh, if you want to go check that out, it's a really good clip. I also have all the links to everything I just mentioned, along with the link to the entire talk in the show description. And lastly, before you go, don't forget to follow the show, share it, or leave a rating and review wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. I believe Spotify now allows you to leave a rating. I'm not sure if they if they're capable of leaving a review, but I believe you can leave a rating. So if you can be so kind to do that, that'll be very much appreciated. And um, that's a wrap for me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you back here Wednesday. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.